Hey everyone, thank you for checking out my new podcast. My name's Chili Chilton. It's really cool when I think about having the influence to reach people literally all around the world just through our mobile devices. Years ago I had a podcast that had over 500 downloads every single week and I was so humbled by the thought that anyone, let alone 500 people, would want to check out what God was saying to me or how I communicated it. But anyways, I felt compelled to really begin a new podcast, and so I wanted to take the opportunity to start that thing today. So if you're checking it out, don't know much about me, in one of the upcoming episodes, I will be sure to tell the backstory and give a little bit more about who I am. But today I want to talk about the very essence of why I do what I do. Recently, I've moved to Vermont, and uh, I came here to start something called Revolution Youth Community. In fact, if you have um, the ability even right now to to look that up, you can. It's revolutionyouth.co on the internet, and you can see our website and kind of see what we're all about. But I came here because God really spoke to me last summer and really called me out of a, a, a kind of a cool situation, an awesome youth ministry. And he simply said, I have need of you somewhere else. And then through uh, several different circumstances, he led my family and I to come to Burlington, Vermont, which is known as the most unchurched community in all of America. It's kind of crazy because it's absolutely beautiful here. And I'm sitting even now as I record on the back porch of a home here with mountain views and and it's just amazing that anyone could live here and not see God's fingerprints in all directions. And yet that's the state of this area. And as you know, our nation began in New England and then what happened spread across our nation. And so if this is what's happening here in New England with the unchurched and the post-Christian kind of thinking, it's not going to take long until it spreads across America unless someone stands up unless we rally together and be the revolution. So that's why I came here. So today I just thought I would just share off the top of my head and out of my heart some of the reasons why I've stayed in youth ministry. I've been a youth pastor now or a youth communicator for over 30 years. And uh, I feel just as passionate about it today as when I was 17 and God literally called me uh, and uh, radically changed my life. And that night that he spoke into my heart and called me into youth ministry, he gave me this verse in Psalm 71, verse 18, that says, Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. I have to be honest, back then at 17, hearing that and thinking about when I'm older and gray, uh, man, that just seemed like light years away. Um, yeah, so right now I'm older and I'm gray, but here I am still in youth ministry. What an awesome privilege it is to do youth ministry. So a lot of people ask me, people ask me why I came here or why I still do youth ministry. And I just thought I would just randomly share some thoughts. They're not in any particular order. And I'm sure in further episodes, I'll talk about it more and give you more reasons. But why youth ministry? The first thing that comes to my mind is our students, our teenagers are our greatest resource ever. 
They are so talented. They are so gifted and are amazing. Some people get so upset with them because they're looking at their phones or they seem a bit distracted. And yet those same students with their phones and with their distractions are able to communicate with the entire world. I think that is just so cool. And uh, I revel in their resourcefulness and in their talent and in their creativity and their amazing vision. So that's one of the first things that jumps out. It's just, they're the greatest. If God's, you know, if, if the timing we're living in is, is the last days, I've said this many times, but God saved us best for last. So it's such a privilege. I feel like I'm, I'm a Samuel surrounded by Davids and there are giants in the land. So it is just incredible to be connected with them. Another reason why I'm still in youth ministry is I want to reach students before they make tragic decisions rather than restore them afterwards. I've been a church planner. I've been a pastor. I've been someone who's ministered to adults. And man, so many mistakes or so many um, regrets about teen years. And you know what? I will still continue to be there for those who do make the mistakes. But it's so awesome when you can reach a young person before they make some of those tragic life decisions. I want to give my life to that. I want to help them know that God has a plan, a destiny, and a future for them. His word declares it all over the place. But I want them to be able to have their dreams. Coming here to Vermont is not me trying to fulfill another dream I have. You know, it's coming here to help them know that they have dreams. And I want to get behind it and empower it. So that's another reason why I'm in, why I'm in youth ministry. Um, another thing that comes to my mind is they are the hope of the church. In most churches across America, and trust me, I've spoke all over America, and I've been doing consulting in local churches. Wow, where are the 18 to 35-year-olds? You can't even find them in the churches. And then if there's youth ministries in most places, they're down the hall or in a basement or hiding in a balcony somewhere but they're not active, they're not visible. Or if they're visible, they're being used to look younger, but are they in decision-making? Are they leaders? Are they, are they empowered to do great things? I don't know. So I wanna help them. I think they're the hope of the church. If they don't rally around, there will be no church for my children or grandchildren. You know, and I think teenagers want the church, but not the way that we've left it. They want the church Jesus talks about that says, you know, he would build a church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Man, that's powerful. They want to be a part of something that gets in the face of hell, but not something that just is a country club for Christians. And I think that's really important. They're our hope, and we've got to get them back into leadership functioning roles in every place that we can. Um, another reason that's real obvious is that most people accept Christ before the age of 18. I don't know what the status. Some people say 85% or even higher. But whatever it is, most do. And uh, few will accept Christ after the age of 18. So we've got work to do. Why else would we uh, want to do that? And, you know, I don't understand how churches can give hundreds of thousands to missions and just give peanuts to children and youth in their very church. And then they wonder why things are lame or why kids aren't coming. Man, we got to flip the script on that. Um, another reason I'm in youth ministry is we need their dreams and visions now. Now, now. You know, we need their vision 
In the last days, God's going to pour his spirit on all flesh. Young people will see visions. The older will dream dreams. Man, we need their visions. We need to know what they're seeing, what they see when they see culture. Because sometimes what we see in them frustrates us. But they see a whole different world, and they're communicating on whole different levels than we could ever think or imagine. God's already stirring something in their lives with destiny, and we need their dreams and visions now. Another thing that comes to my mind is God has always reveled in seeing young people win against all odds. You know that. I mean, he picks Mary, a teenage girl, to be the mother of Christ. He, he, he loves to pick young people. He picks Joseph out. He picks David out. He even looks off the cross at a 19-year-old John the Beloved and says, take care of my mom and help advance the church. God has a way of picking who we wouldn't even normally pick and just making it possible. Young people are capable of leading us now. If Jesus thought so, if the word of God proves it, we need to empower them to do it as well. And, uh, you know, a real obvious reason I'm, I'm in youth ministry, I was radically changed as a teenager. And you know what? My heroes today are teenagers, or they were teenagers when I first met them. It's so amazing what God is doing through our youth and through our young people. We need to get those stories public again. We need to get them front and center. I want to help make that happen. And maybe last of all, I want to be in youth ministry because teenagers can still change everything anywhere. They are our catalyst of change. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, anything's possible with them. So, This podcast is going to be about youth ministry. It's going to be about leadership. It's going to be about church. I want to say right up front, it's my opinions. And uh, if you don't like it, hey, come to me with it. You know, I'm easy to find chili at revolutionyouth.co. Chili at revolutionyouth.co. And you can email me and give me topics you want me to talk about or uh, share some thoughts when you hear me sharing on the podcast. But know this, man... I am so excited and and thankful to be a part of what God is doing in these last days. God's doing something huge here in Vermont. You can come out here and hang with me if you'd like. They have really good coffee, beautiful views, and a community that desperately needs Jesus. But wherever you are today, man, take a second look at a teenager. Come on, look at them again. See the potential. Look past the things that irritate you and see the things that delight the Lord. They're amazing. So this podcast is going to be about them. It's going to be about you and me. It's going to be how we feel about things. And it uh, may have some pretty pointed opinions. That'll be fun, right? All right. So thanks for checking this out. Podcast number one. And I hope to connect with you again soon. Peace.